0: Refresh. Hey, what's up, you guys? It's your boy, the Muffin Man, coming back at you again with another episode of Refresh Podcast. I hope you guys are off to such an incredible start so far for our, your Monday morning. Um, I know the kiddos are probably out of school still because of the whole pandemic thing. So, you know, um, I don't know if you guys still go to work or if you're just chilling in your PJs at home, if you're binge watching something on TV, but I do pray that you've clicked onto this podcast episode and that you have given me an opportunity to just minister to your heart for about 18 20 25 minutes i don't know (laughs) um but i I hope your day has been off to an incredible start so far Um, as you're sipping on your coffee as you're sitting on your sofa and your recliner or outside exercising you know welcome to refresh podcast i am your host the muffin man and i am just here with such an incredible word that I had found while I was looking in my Bible during some study time and I prepared this message for you. I pray that it just ministers to your heart and encourages you exactly where you are in your life. So let's just open in prayer and then we're going to get this thing started. Father, just thank you so much for the opportunity to speak to your people here today. God, I pray that you would just begin to prepare our hearts and ears to receive a word from you here today. God, that we can learn something to apply to our lives and that we can just challenge ourselves to be the absolute best that we can be as we uphold your your glorious standard god i love you we give you the highest praise in Jesus' name amen all right guys so we're going to be reading today out of james chapter 1 verses 5 and 6 and the title of this message as you can tell is ask without doubt and it reads but if any of you lacks wisdom let him ask of god who gives to all generously and without reproach and it will be given to him he must ask in faith without any doubt for the one who draw excuse me for the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea driven and tossed by the wind so let's just start with that first part right there but if any of you lacks wisdom i'm going to read you some passages out of the book of wisdom which is the book of proverbs if you have never ever read anything in proverbs i highly recommend it because proverbs is just so much good stuff it is written by solomon which is the son of king david and solomon is such a wise king such a wise man and we're going to be actually looking into a little in just a little moment um just why solomon is so wise but before we do that let's just read a little bit in proverbs chapter 2 and it says. My son, if you will receive my words and treasure my commandments within you, make your ear attentive to wisdom and incline your heart to understanding. For if you cry for discernments, lift your voice for understanding. And if you seek her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasures, then you will discern the fear of the Lord and discover the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom; from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity, guarding the paths of justice, and he preserves the way of his godly ones. Then you will discern righteousness and justice, and equality. I'm sorry, and equity, not equality, <laughs> and equity, and every good course. For wisdom will enter your heart, and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will guard you, understanding will watch over you, to deliver you from the way of evil, from the man who speaks perverse things, from those who leave the paths of uprightness, to walk in the ways of darkness, who delight in doing evil, and rejoice in the perversity of evil whose paths are crooked and who are devious in their ways, to deliver you from strange women, from the adulteress who flatters with her words, that leaves the companion of her youth and forgets the covenant of her God. For her house sinks down to death, and her tracks lead to the dead. None who go to her return again, nor do they reach the paths of life. So you will walk in the way of good men, and keep to the paths of the righteous for the upright will live in the land and the blameless will remain in it but the wicked will be cut off from the land and the treasures will be uprooted from it so i know that is a lot to to read and a lot to look into but that just really gives us a a taste of what this book of wisdom is so if we go back to our foundational scripture in james it says let him ask of god the reason it says let him ask god is because god is the only source of wisdom and if somebody let me tell you something if somebody in your life if somebody you've ever met claims to be wise and their source of wisdom isn't god do not listen to anything they say because they are not wise they are intelligent and it is so important to notice the difference between wisdom and intelligence wisdom comes directly from god it is a source from god intellect is something that has grown On our own human um, power, for lack of a better term, it's. Intellect is something that we gain from studying and and from learning something and, and from doing things repetitively which don't get me wrong it is important to build intelligence we need it for everyday life you know a lot of us call it common sense but you know it, it's learning how to do your jobs it's learning you know songs or learning how to paint or, or just learning all of these different things in our life outside of our devotional time outside of our sanctified time with God but the most important thing wisdom should always be more important than intellect at all times. So we see here in 1 Kings chapter three that God that that I'm sorry that I don't know why I'm so tongue-tied today. I know I'll leave you guys. I mean, <laughs> let's try that again, right? So in 1 Kings three, Solomon answers God's question of, and this is what God asks him: "Ask what you want." Oh, excuse me, dude. Why did I keep messing up? I'm sorry, guys. One more time. One more time. Don't fire me, please. But check this out: Ask what you wish me to give you. This is what god access solomon in first kings 3 5. solomon had the opportunity to ask god for anything 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 and he chose wisdom and discernment to lead god's people and god was so pleased with that he was so pleased that solomon asked for wisdom above everything that he granted everything that solomon could possibly have asked for in that moment See, god is pleased for those who ask for wisdom without thought of is he really going to do it have you been there before where you have been so hard on yourself you've been trying your absolute best and you keep failing you keep messing up you, you you keep dropping the ball and so whenever you finally push back into God's presence or when you finally go back to where God is to lift your petitions to him you're like man is God really gonna listen to me because I haven't been faithful like man is God really gonna do what he said he would do like you know I haven't earned it but you know (coughs) oh excuse me guys I didn't mean to cough in your ear like that but you know honestly I've been there before guys and I understand that but let's look at some of the things that wisdom brings to our lives whenever we, we come to God and we ask him for wisdom without doubting. Wisdom brings a shield for those who walk in integrity. That's what Proverbs 2.7 tells us. Discernment for righteousness and justice. That's what Proverbs 2.9 tells us. Deliverance from evil and perverse speaking. That's what Proverbs 2.12 tells us. Wisdom brings deliverance from the adulterous woman. That's what it tells us in 2.16. And that's not just for an adulterous woman, but that's for an adulterous man as well. For adulterous people. For people who who are flirtatious in conversation. For people who are very sensual and and sexual. You know, that these people that that are trying to lure you in with their sweet talk. Just to, to get something from you. You know, wisdom in your life, discernment in your life keeps you from exploring this depth of life. And the promise of eternity in Proverbs 2.21. And the list goes on. This is just so many examples. I would be hitting the maximum time that I'm allowed on this podcast if I just sat here and just begin to list everything for you that wisdom does for you by inviting it into your life. Wisdom brings an increase to our lives. Then when Solomon, once again, he whenever he asked for wisdom, he received everything that he could have possibly have wanted outside of wisdom as a bonus i want you to know that you should not be surprised by that though because god never forsakes the righteous that in proverbs um man in psalms 23 in the the 23rd psalm it tells us that whenever the lord is our shepherd when we have him we lack nothing at all that means nothing that means whenever we ask for wisdom we don't we will not lack anything because we choose god over the world to seek first the kingdom Whenever we seek first the kingdom, it means that we are focused on, on the mindset of heaven and on the purpose of the kingdom and, and and what our kingdom purpose is. That's why if you ever hear the term kingdom minded, it's seeking first the kingdom above all things. And then the scriptures say that when we seek first the kingdom, everything else is going to be added on to us. You know, we should just focus on that first. So the biggest part of this scripture that we're reading in James is doubt. What is doubt doubt is a noun and it is described as a feeling of uncertainty or a lack of conviction if there's ever a moment in your life where you have a lack of conviction you need to be worried because i know for me anytime i drop the ball anytime i give in the sin anytime I, you know i fall short of the glorious standard conviction is there and i feel so guilty and so ashamed and and, and so consumed that i am like god I need you, you know. I, I know I don't deserve you, but man, I need you. It is some of the, you know, it's a noun. I mentioned it's a noun. The reason for that is because it's possible to doubt as a person, but it's also possible to come to a place of doubt in your life. To doubt itself can be a thing and, and an idea, you know. Being being caught in, in in the mindset of doubt, you know, to where. Everything that you think about, there's a voice of doubt that is like, No, you can't do that. No, God's not going to love you if you do that. You know, no, you've fallen too far from grace. Don't go and redeem yourself. Let me tell you guys redemption is the most powerful thing that you can have in your life. It's time that we stop eliminating that, that, excuse me, that we start eliminating our downtime, that we do not press ourselves into the ground, that we do not keep beating ourselves when we fall short, but that we rise up and that we go to God. And say, God, I know that I messed up, and God, I am so sorry. But God, today is a new day. God, this is the day that you've made. God, I rejoice and I'll be glad. And God, help me to be stronger. Help me to overcome. And then when you're faced with the same things again, that you know, you're like, God, help me to get past this. Some synonyms I found for doubt include hesitation, insecurity, distress, disbelief, questioning and reservations and a lot of these synonyms are so profound when we're thinking about what the word doubt truly means That it's a hesitation that we hesitate coming back to god when we do something wrong That we hesitate asking god for something because we feel like we're not good enough that there's an insecurity inside of us that when we're so insecure that we feel like that's what you know fuels that source of not feeling good enough distrust do you not trust God? Disbelief. Do you not believe that he will? Questioning. That You continue to question the depth of God's love. Something that you will never comprehend. Something that you will never be able to measure. Because his love is immeasurable. His love is, is incomprehensible. His love is it's unconditional. And it's something that we would, will never deserve. Something that we can never pay back. But it's just so... Humbling to know that that's his love. And then the last one hit me when I saw that. Reservations. Check this out. Like whenever you go to a fine dining restaurant you have to make a reservation because if not you're going to lose your spot because it's in such high demand so you think about this in your life you know your life is in high demand you think about that there's things that are always fighting for your competition some things that are always fighting for it's a competition like i, I just said it's a competition for your focus is a competition for your for your time you got you know your job and then you need money so yeah you work and then you come home and then you're tired from work and you want to rest and then your body's hungry and then you want to eat and then there's something you want to watch on tv and before you know it your day's over and you wake up and do it again and there's no time for god you don't make time for god you don't set time aside for god it's a competition for your focus you know are there parts of yourself that you're reserving to where you're like no god you can't go there you know no god i'm not gonna give you this no god that hurts too much i'm holding on to that no i don't like that person god i'm not gonna tell them about you you know, we begin to doubt and, and a lot of that doubt comes from reserving parts of ourselves that we're saying, no, 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 that's off limits, God. I also found that the word doubt is a verb. And, and as a kindergartner, whenever I was really little, they, they had this phrase that was so popular. And it was all over our lunch menus and, and dodgeballs and PE. And, and it was on TV commercials. And maybe, just maybe you'll, you'll remember it too if, if I begin to tell you what it was. And it's this. Check this out, okay? Verb. It's what you do. Verb. It's what you do. Have you ever heard of that before? what about this doubting it's what you do so let me put this into perspective for you let's say i went to chick-fil-a okay i ordered my food i you know i I drove up and i and i get to the little window and and i order my food and right before it's my turn to get to the window to get my food i I start hesitating right i start doubting and i'm like you know what if they don't give me my food you know uh-huh what if what if what if i pay this money and they're like leave you know get out i mean maybe that'll happen at mcdonald's you know but i highly doubt chick-fil-a and and i'm just kidding guys i mean you know if i highly doubt mcdonald's is listening to this if so I'm, i'm sorry jesus loves you too but you know but then i drive up to the window and boom there they are and they come and clutch with my food and they're like thank you for ordering have a good day You know, I know that sounds silly, but that's something that we do to God. That, you know, see the process for asking for wisdom, it isn't much different than ordering my food drive up we have to come to the place to where God is you know we have to set aside that time in the secret place what is your garden you know what is your garden what is your secret place where you can shut the door and you just push into the presence of God you drive up you begin to order your order is your prayer it's whenever you begin to commute with the father you begin to pray Praying is your order. You begin. You're not hesitant and telling the people what you want to eat because you're hungry. You're guess what? Your spirit is hungry. Your spirit wants to eat. So you begin to tell God what you need. The scripture that we're reading in James says that when you're lacking wisdom, that you go and you ask. That you go and tell the Father what you need. God, I need wisdom. God, I've been making stupid mistakes, but you know what, God? I know that your wisdom can help me um, avoid getting to those places. And guys, we gotta ask for wisdom, but without a single ounce of doubt. So. We begin to pray and we begin to tell God and we begin to ask God what we want, that whenever God asks Solomon, what do you wish for me to do for you? He says, I want wisdom and discernment to be able to do what is needed, what is required of me. And then you get to the window, because before you get to the window, excuse me, there is a price. There's a price that you pay for your food, but guess what? There's a price that you have to pay right here for asking for this wisdom and and here it is this wisdom this gift of wisdom is free to all of those that step up and claim it but when you step up and claim it start living actively in your wisdom that is the price that i'm saying to pay for you that this gift is free but applying it applying it is the price that you must pay and you drive up to the window and you get what you're waiting to apply and you're like god i thank you for this wisdom god i can't wait to develop it god i can't wait to use it and then we get home and we begin to practice it we begin to use it we begin to operate in the wisdom and we begin to see some of those things that we read about become active in our life we begin to see a shield for us when we begin to walk in integrity, we begin to see the sermon being developed in our lives. We begin to see deliverance from evil and perverse speaking. We begin to see deliverance from all of the foolishness, and we begin to see the promise of the eternity surfacing in our lives. But the those who doubt, man, those who doubt God will give. They deny the credibility of the Father. And they don't indirectly say it, but because they doubt that God will give them what they're asking, they deny the credibility of the Father. The scripture says that we ask in faith, and when we ask in faith, that means that we're believing for it before we see it. We're asking for it before we see it. I order my food before I see it. I have faith that it's going to be there. So I'm praying and I'm asking for this wisdom that I don't yet see, but I know that it's going to be there because of God's reputation and God's credibility. The New Living Translation says it like this, Do not waver, for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything that they do. And that's verses 6-8 through in James. See guys, seatbelts save lives so we use them we don't touch stoves that are turned on because we'll get burned so check this out if you knew the resume of the king and if you've seen the train of his robe and let me explain that to you in just a just a a portion of this time you know the train of the robe was significant meaning for the king it was a symbolism of of his success in battle and of his victory in battle and so whenever isaiah sees a division of king jesus on the throne and he says that the train of his robe it fills the temple that means that our king is undefeated in battle that our king has been victorious time and time and time again so when you see when you catch a glimpse of the train of his robe you see the resume of the king that you serve and then you're gonna doubt less when you see that you know what he's undefeated you know what he's never ever been proven wrong you know what he's always been faithful and he's always been on time so why am i even doubting less i need to doubt less i need to believe more guys i believe that this message is for somebody who's been doubting god who's been God doubting, maybe it's God's existence you're doubting. Maybe it's God's faithfulness you're doubting. Maybe it's um, you're, you're doubting that he's gonna provide what you need. Guys, I wanna attest, I wanna testify for you for just a wee bit moment and just encourage you this, that God will do what he said he will do, that God will grant you what you ask, but you gotta kill that doubt that is inside of you. You gotta uproot the seeds of doubt that is inside of you because the doubt is choking out the faith of you. You got To believe that the king is undefeated, you got to speak it over your life that the king that you serve is undefeated, and that the train of his robe fills the temple, and that when you ask for wisdom, believe that you're going to receive it without any ounce of doubt. Because if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask it of God who gives it all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But remember You have to ask in faith without doubt, because anyone whose loyalty is divided, you're going to have a hard time serving God if your loyalty is divided. You, you, You have to be undivided. You have to come to a place to where it's all for Jesus and not about you. Let's pray. Father, I just thank you so much for this word. God, to thank you so much for this message here today. God, I pray that it would just begin to encourage and that it would begin to minister to every heart and every person that is listening to this podcast. God, I pray that you would just begin to move mountains in such an incredible way. God, I thank you for your wisdom. God, I thank you that above everything that we can ever ask for, God, it is your wisdom that endures. It is your wisdom that lasts forever. God, that everything in his life expires, everything in his life spoils, but God, your wisdom never runs dry. And God, I pray that when if anyone, and if anyone is in lack of your wisdom, God, I thank you that you're going to reward them with it, that you're going to grant it to them, that all they have to do is step up and ask for it. God, I pray that you would just going to grant wisdom to each and every one of your children each and every one of your children god that would begin to step up and say you know what god i want your wisdom and help them to ask without doubt god to believe that you're going to grant it to them lord father i pray that you would just help us to step into your wisdom god to bask in your glory because Lord, you are undefeated. God, you are so sovereign. And, Father, we just give you the highest praise, God, because you are so good. In Jesus' name, we just give you the highest praise. Amen, amen, and amen. Guys, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Refresh Podcast, where Christ goes before us so that we can bring you another refreshing word. This has been your boy, the Muffin Man. Super excited to have grant this A word for you guys. I cannot wait to be back with you again next week for another incredible word guys. I hope you have a a great rest of your day. And with that being said and done, I love you guys so much. See you later.